Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. In our never-ending I Work For Him desire to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways that will challenge the way you think about your faith and your work. Today we are talking about, hey, learning how your faith and work are connected right here in Tampa Bay at Clearwater Christian College. We've got three students and a live studio audience. That's right, a live studio audience. That's right. We've got our three, we got three students. We've got Dean Paul, we've got Alvin, and we've got Shelby, and we're not saying their last names so we can protect them because they're college students, and you know how college students are. Thanks, okay. Man. That's right. <laughs> and we've got my good friends Randy and Jane Reesberg in studio today, down from the frozen tundra, just to make sure I really have a job. So, all of you, welcome to the I Work For Him show. Thank you, Jim. Nice. Thanks. Pleasure to be, here. to be here. I hope you feel that way at the end of the show. You know, I wanted to read this verse from Ecclesiastes. From Ecclesiastes 7.12. For the protection of wisdom is like the protection of money. And the advantage of knowledge is that wisdom preserves the life of him who has it. Well, you guys are going to school to get wisdom. You guys are going, you're getting knowledge, but the application of knowledge, well, really, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to apply that knowledge 
really, and tell Tampa Bay not only how God's working in your lives, but also how incredible Clearwater Christian College is so that anybody's looking at, hey, where should I send my kids to school? Where's a good Christian college? Really? There's one right here in Tampa Bay? Right smack dab in the middle of the bay. Really? You guys are really just an island in the middle of the bay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. So before we get started, the first question is, Shelby, anybody you want to say hi to on the air today? I'll say hi to my mom and dad, Ginger and Ron in Michigan. In Michigan, way up in the frozen. Have they had a lot of snow this year? Yeah. Um, December was a little rough, but recently we've gotten a lot through February and everything. So so they're jealous that, that you're down here. It's 80 degrees and gorgeous. And yeah. That's right. Okay, Alvin, what about anybody you want to say hi to today? I want to say hi to my mom. She's up at uh, home from work. She's listening on right now as I texted her. Up there? Is she up in New Jersey? Yeah, she is. Nice. So she's gotten off the traffic, out of the traffic? Yeah. That, yeah, that's the traffic in New Jersey is horrible. Cool. All right, Dean Paul, you've got you've got people listening all across the world. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I want to say hi to my mom and dad um, back, in, back in Cayman Islands, uh, Sonia Noel Wallace, my sister in Jamaica, Alicia. What's up? <laughs> all right, he said the Cayman Islands. That's right. Dean Paul's from one of those places we all just love to visit but never get to live there. He's from there. I live where you vacation. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure how to take that. That's that's. But you're here, and you're yeah. but you're going to go back. Yeah, and um, you know, it's looking forward to what God has planned for me. And so you know, wherever God leads me, that's where I go. That's fantastic. All right, the next question. This is I ask every guest. Before we get into the topic and conversation of the day, I want people that are listening to know that my guests are just normal people. I want them to know, how is Jesus Christ making an impact on your life today? Shelby, ladies first. All right. Well, being in college, um, right now we're making a lot of decisions. And so specifically right now, you know, worrying about career and where to go after college and what course to take and that kind of stuff. So God really right now has been showing me um, just those choices and closing doors and opening doors, and that's really what's been happening in my life right now. Awesome. Alvin, what about you? Um, just a day-to-day. Um, recently, I've been going through some struggles in life, but uh, God has uh, been so merciful and graceful as He's gotten me through them. Um, even when um, you know, don't even know where money's coming in for school, He's uh, provided, and it's just been amazing. It's been a humbling experience just to see how God works in my life. One of the greatest things I've learned from my pastor is that God doesn't often call the equipped, but He always equips the called. Yeah. So if He's called you to Clearwater Christian College, He has a plan on how to pay for it. Yes, sir. And it's not with a loan. Okay, <laughs> Dean Paul, what about you? How's you know, Christ making an impact on your life today? Uh, you know, one of my favorite verses is Psalm 27.1. It says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. And that's what really God is, has done for me. You know, Shelby mentioned opening doors, and God is opening doors for me right now. You know, it's by God's design I'm here in, in uh, Clearwater, Florida. You know, I wasn't really planning to come in here, but God opened the doors to come all the way from Cayman Islands here. And so I'm sure where God's opening the next doors for me to even further my education after I graduate. And it's just all by the hand of God. So that's what God's doing for me. That's cool. So how did you find out about Clearwater Christian College? I mean, because in the Cayman Islands, you could have gone anywhere. You could have yeah. gone to Europe. I mean, there's a pull all over the world from the Caymans. How did you end up here? I mean, I know the weather's perfect here and the people are great here, but how did you end up here? You know... I, uh, my sister ended up going to University of Tampa. Um, my family used to vacation sometimes in Florida. So people in the Caymans, they come here to vacation? That just seems really no broken. The only, the only way it makes sense is that people, it's, it's cheaper to shop in Florida than back home. True. Well, That's that I think that makes sense. So do you go to Disney but, uh, then? Is that where they go? Yeah, we used to go to Disney, you know, hit up the Magic Kingdom and stuff like that. Okay, I interrupted. You were saying something really important that I interrupted. It. But, uh, you know... 
uh, I was actually on a mission trip to Brazil, and then at that time, my parents sent me a message saying that, you know, hey, we heard about this college from a lady we met who came to Cayman Islands doing a child evangelism fellowship. Mm. And so, you know, she shared with the college because she went there many years ago. And um, my parents said, you know, okay, we're going to apply for you. I said, oh, are you really serious about this? Uh, have you prayed about this? I said, yeah, we're going to apply for you. So they applied for me, you know, and I, at the same time, I replied to the University of Tampa. I was planning to go there, got accepted there. But um, God just shut that door and opened this one. So I'm here. Wow. Well, and the Clearwater Christian College, clearly better than the University of Tampa. And you're getting a well-rounded education <laughs> That's true. because you're being taught how to incorporate your faith into your life. Yes. And you wouldn't have got that at UT. <laughs> no, but they do have prettier buildings over at UT. Yeah, big buildings. Do. But other than, that, <laughs> other, other than that, not too bad. Okay, so listen, I want to talk about how you guys are being equipped for real life. Because that's what I mean, those four years in college can be years where you can kind of escape from reality, but you know that reality is coming. And so it is really important to know that when you when you actually get out, that you're ready for real life. So how is the atmosphere at Clearwater Christian College helping you to live a life effectively in Christ? What are they doing to equip you to live a life effectively in Christ? I'm not going to call anybody. You guys just volunteer, but just let me know who wants to go first. Who wants to go first? Okay, Dean Paul. You know our theme at Clearwater Christian College is the gospel. You know, we, we say the gospel, live it, love it, proclaim it. Live That's, it, love it, proclaim it. Yeah. For those people that have a hard time with your accent, I just so. want to make sure I tell it. My mom's listening, <laughs> and whenever I talk fast, she goes, Jim, seriously, slow down. So if she's listening, I want to make sure she heard that. Live it, love it, proclaim it. Yeah. And so, you know, we have chapels three times a week. Uh, we hear different speakers. We have, we have worship sessions there as well. Uh, we have life groups where the student meeting in the dorms in smaller groups. And uh, we have devotional leaders, and I'm a devotional leader, so I'm in charge of a certain amount of students to, um, you know, lead a Bible study session or any kind of session, um, help to mentor them as well. And so, you know, in everything that we do, it's all about the gospel and how we can build each other up um, as as one. Alvin, what about you? Oh, we're very, like you said, we're a very gospel-centered school. It's It's a smaller community, so... Um, we only have yeah, how many students are on campus? Is it three or four hundred on campus? Roughly, yeah. roughly four hundred. Okay, all right. So it's nice and small. It's nice and small, and it's it's a more personal school. Um, at other schools, like a bigger school, USF, um, you're just a number. Um, and here at Clearwater Christian College, you're 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 a person. Your faculty know you. They work with you. Teachers are willing to take time out of their schedule just to you know help you out with class and stuff like that. And it's just uh it's very nice to have like that personal connection with you know people uh, like a uh, higher. Like, uh, um, so how is that? How is that helping you to to learn to live effectively in Christ? Um, they share their experiences with us. Mm. Um, very much a lot of the teachers very uh, have uh, very high credentials in what they teach uh, my microeconomics teacher is very um, he's very experienced in the business area uh, that, which is my major and he uh, talks a lot about um, his past work his now work and what he does in the business realm and how he you know incorporates his spiritual life in the business realm so it's nice to hear how he does it and you know how he can we can do it in the future Mm, awesome. Shelby, what about you? How are you learning to live your life more effectively in Christ being part of the student body at Clearwater Christian College? Well, right now, I mean, in college, we're building our foundation for the rest of our lives. Um, so having people around us who have the right perspective, um, who can 
teach us, you know, our everyday things that we need to know. I mean, I'm a business major, too, so I have business teachers and I'm taking other courses. And we're getting really good knowledge in that area, but also they can tie in that Christian spin to it. And so you can see that in all areas of life. I mean, we're taking classes in a number of different subjects. Um, The Bible applies to all of them. There's always a way that you can point it back to Christ, um, whether it's um, your integrity in accounting or seeing themes in British literature. Um, Our teachers are always striving to incorporate that in. Um, And so just being able to be aware and looking out for those things in the world. And, I mean, we have a lot of, like Dean was talking about how he's a leader and everything. We have those leaders around us who we can go to, who we can have these really personal relationships. I have a few people above me that I can comfortably go to if I'm having a problem or just to talk. Um, It's just really relational and being able to see and go to these people who are ready and willing to disciple us, who are really excited about um, just getting the Bible into our lives and how they can encourage us in Christ. Hmm, that's fantastic. Now, you're a business major. Alvin, what are you? Business major. Business major. Any emphasis? Is it just business? I'm business with a focus in entrepreneurship. Okay, and what's yours? I'm a business with a minor in accounting. Minor in accounting. I'm a business with minors in Bible and missions. Okay, but don't you all essentially get a Bible yeah, minor? Yeah, we actually do have Bible minor too. Okay, so, so you're gonna so it was Bible missions and missions. missions. Focus, yeah. Okay, all right. Wow, that's pretty fantastic. You know the okay. So Shelby, why did you choose Colorado Christian College? Um, it's a pretty simple story. Um, my parents kind of chose it for me, but we know a lot of people are... Well, they were writing, they were willing to write the yeah, check. Yeah. So you said, okay, I'll go. <laughs> and you said, Florida? Sweet. Yeah. So, I mean, there were people that I went to high school with who have gone there and are going there who they gave it a strong recommendation. Um, a lot of people from my church back home, they had recommended it. So I knew from some solid people that it was a good place to be at, um, that they were, that it was a solid school. And I mean, going away from home I'd kind of grown up you know living in a smaller community and everything so leaving home was kind of something that I wanted to do for a period of time and being able to do that in a safe environment or in an environment that um still has that Christian emphasis. So, so a safe environment thing. surrounded by snakes, spiders the size of your fist, and I alligators. I haven't any of those yet. I'm hoping... Actually, no, I really They're, don't You're surrounded by mangroves. You know that's what's in those things. Snakes <laughs> yeah. and spiders and alligators. That's great. That, that's not what you meant by safe, though. Yeah. We saved no. an alligator, actually, in our pond. Yeah. You did? Wait, no, we got rid of him during we the t- summer. Yeah. What, the one right out in front of the cafeteria, that yeah. building? Yeah. Oh, I imagine. Because you, know, you have bass in that pond <laughs> that are like two or three pound bass. That, that pond is chock yeah. full of cool fish. Yeah. Some people come and fish sometimes. I imagine it's it's pretty awesome so alvin how did you end up from new jersey north newark new jersey how did you end up down here in clearwater christian college um it was um i was actually looking at other schools um looking at liberty university and um i went and visited there and i just had a, a sense about me that god wasn't giving me peace at that school um my friend told me about clearwater christian college i was like yeah i'll check it out i applied didn't really like check out the school very much i was like seeing if i get accepted I got accepted, and I'd, uh, I came down for the first day of, like, uh, school, and there was just that peace that God gave to me as, like... So you never you, came down to the first day of school? Yeah. Oh, same here, yeah. <laughs> same here, too. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Never no, get to visit it. the campus. No. So were you... Re- I'm sorry, Alvin. I entered No, you're good. Okay, so you came down first day of school, and you thought... Yeah, I just felt a peace that God wants me here. This is where I belong, and it was like, okay, well, if you want me here, I'll do it. <laughs> Wow. So what was that sense? Because you pull up that driveway and you're coming through the mangroves on either side. And you can't really see. And all of a sudden you get to the guard shack and you can see this. Camp. What was your first impression, Dean Paul? Well, I thought that um, they're pretty secure. You know, you walk in there and you have um, 
a, a, a security shack at the front, and you're like, okay, they mean they mean business. Well, he's got an AK-47. <laughs> he's got an AK-47 held on you. A little intimidating. <laughs> he doesn't really. I'm just kidding about the AK-47. Just in case President Clem is listening. Okay. All right, Alvin, what was your first impression? I was like, wow, this is pretty small and pretty secluded area, but... Um it, was, it felt nice. It's hard to imagine it's secluded right there in the middle of yeah. Tampa Bay. I mean, right. it's hard to believe when you look at there's, you know, 30 or 40,000 people that drive by it every day that it's actually secluded. It's it's amazing. Yeah. It's a great look and quiet, yeah. except when the planes are flying over. Right. Okay. <laughs> Shelby, what was your first impression? Um, It was small, which I've heard. People told me that it's like you do a loop and you've seen the entire school. Um, But really... I mean, getting there, and it's funny because the first week, it's very organized. They're trying to adjust to you and how the schedule is going to be. So it felt a little bit like camp. and But eventually, I mean, of course, you get more independent, and they totally stop working with your schedule just so you are more independent and everything. Sure. Um, so it was, it was an interesting first impression, but I had some good friends. The people who are living in my unit and stuff really helped me adjust, so... Mm, that's fantastic. All right, we've got three Clearwater Christian College students in the studio today. Along with a live studio audience. That's right. Our students today are Shelby, Alvin, and Dean Paul. And my friends, Randy and Jane, are sitting here watching us doing things and throwing things at us during the breaks. All right. We're talking about how is Clearwater Christian College making an impact on their students, helping them prepare them for real life. And so that's what we're hearing from these students. But before we get back to them, it is, of course, time for our book highlight segment brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Karis Christian Books and Gifts have been part of the Largo community for 30 years. Located in the center of First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks on Elmerton Road in Largo, they're 2,400 square foot stores open to the public seven days a week. Check them out online at shopcaris.com. That's shop, C-H-A-R-I-S dot com. Be the first couple of people to call into the studio line today at 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929, and I'll send you a copy of the book I highlight today, compliments of my wife Martha and Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Our book today is Halftime by Bob Buford. Hey, Jim, you keep highlighting that book. That's because this is a book that every Christ follower in their 30s, 40s, or 50s should be reading. Not you young kids, because it's about halftime, and you're not there yet. You're just getting in first quarter. (laughs) All right. The book today, written by Bob Buford, the short explanation is this. A lot of us in America are chasing after a life of success, but that success is never fulfilling. God wants us to pursue a life of significance and giving him glory no matter what we do, whether it's in a workplace or a full-time ministry, or treating our workplace like a full-time ministry. Halftime will describe for you the life you want to lead in Christ. You got to get a copy of this book. Call today at 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929. And remember, you need to read this book. Don't wait for the movie. All right, we're back live and in studio with three Clearwater Christian College students, and they're going to talk to me really quickly about why they chose the majors that they chose. we got three business majors, but with three different emphases within those majors. Dean Paul, why business? Well, you know, there are three things that I'm really passionate about, um, business, music, missions. Um, I got the music passion from my dad, who is a music director at my church, and so I did music in high school, but I didn't really fit the curriculums, you know. And then I press about mission by meaning different mission trips, being to Brazil, Haiti, different different um, countries um, that I served there. Um, but I didn't want to restrict myself to just a Bible major, a Bible degree. So I threw us business, which because I could um, 
spread myself out through you know any area that God wanted me to use me and you know I still got to do mis- the music here at uh, Clearwater Christian College by serving on the worship team so you know I really got the best of all you know three worlds what instruments do you play I play guitar electric guitar electric guitar you don't play a classical guitar uh no electric guitar I like that, you know, jazz, R&B kind of feel. But what about during the hurricane season and the power's out on the Cayman Islands? you got to be able to play. You can't play an electric guitar then. No, you can't. But um, So you never learn how to play classic guitar? I, I can, but... It's not your passion. It's, it's, yeah, it doesn't have the real You like just flavor. loud. The flavor. You ever flavor. played a 12-string? They got flavor. <laughs> you ever heard of Phil Keggy? No. Oh, my. Can you believe that? He's never heard of Phil Keggy. Phil, Phil Keggy? Is that classical um, guitar? Classical guitar. Yeah, but 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 when Jimi Hendrix was asked on the Tonight Show, oh, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, he was asked who's the best guitar player in the world, and he said Phil Keggy. We're talking about how are they being prepared for the real world and how to apply their faith to the workplace when they graduate. All right, we were asking. Dean Paul was sharing how why he chose a major he chose, and then he embarrassed himself by saying he didn't know who Phil Keggy was. <laughs> Either that or I was embarrassing myself by showing how old I was. Why are you laughing I like think that? A one. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, if Jimi Hendrix knew who he was, you should know. Because you knew who Jimi Hendrix was. Yeah. And <laughs> Phil Keggy was better. Okay, Alvin, why did you choose your major? Um, as any male, I like money. So I wanted to know how <laughs> okay. to make Actually, I'm pretty sure that's not a male trait. That's a male-female trait. I'm, I'm a female, so. and I like money. I just wanted to know how to manage my money better. And uh, I was pretty good at it as, as a kid. I was like, well, I can probably, you know, do this as a, as a career in the future. I also, um, I love music. I was involved in worship teams at, back at home, just like Dean. And uh, I also get to play um, for chapel. Uh, get to express my passion in that way as well. So it's really cool. Awesome. Okay, Shelby, why did you choose your major? The business major with what minor? Entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. So you that's like starting your own business. Yeah, yeah. So why? I come from a family of people who are entrepreneurs and have started their own businesses. My mom has owned a business. My dad owns a business. My uncle, What do they do? Well, my dad owns a, a lawn maintenance and snow removal company. And based out of Detroit, and my mom co-owns a business called Dream Dinners, or one of the franchises for that. So it's it's an interesting concept where you make meals at one place, but you can keep them for later. Um, feel like it takes more time to explain, but it's a great <laughs> thing to pull out of the freezer and cook it really quickly, and be able to have a meal with your family um, when you don't have a lot of time to cook. So both your folks started their own businesses, and so you thought that'd be a great major. Yeah, I mean, I've been around this environment of people who just go out and do. Um, so. I mean, even when I started college, I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do. I didn't plan on opening my own business. Um, I've been working and and interning at, like, marketing companies and stuff. But recently and lately, it's become very clear um, that that's a direction that really interests me and a path that I'm really interested in taking. Fantastic. Okay, so... I want to talk specifically how you guys are being equipped at Clearwater Christian College on how to incorporate your faith into your future work. So when you graduate, how you know to be able to incorporate your faith into your day-to-day work. What are they teaching you? Who wants to go first? What are they teaching you? Don't everybody raise your hands at once. Dean Paul, go. uh, Just today, actually, you know, we mentioned how our school has chapels three times a week. And just today in uh, in chapel... um, a pastor said that, you know, maybe our greatest contribution is not what we do, but how we can lead others to Christ. And so we're being equipped in the sense of being leaders, being being um, people who proclaim, you know, you know trying to um, 
go into the community, go into the society, and, and impact um, impact people personal level on a relational level. Um, learning how to use their interpersonal skills and, and share the gospel in, and at where they at. Not trying to um, share your knowledge from where you are, but from where they at, so they can understand and so they can uh, you can help them grow um, from where they at and to into becoming our disciples who can make disciples. Mm, very, very good. Shelby, what about you? How are you being equipped for your future job and how to incorporate your faith, whether it's your own business or whether you go to work for your mom or your dad or you go to work for somebody else first? How are you being equipped on a day-to-day basis at Clearwater Christian College to incorporate your faith into your work? Well, at Clearwater, I mean, everybody's very real. They don't expect you to be perfect. I mean, that can be a, a common misconception with Christians, you know, like, oh, you you make mistakes. Um, so everybody meets you where you're at. You can really, um, you know that everybody struggles with different things. And so taking that into the workplace, um, I know that we can be seen as people who are really judgmental and not so loving. So being able to see people who live differently than you and who don't come from the same background as you, being able to see, oh, this is just another person who needs Christ. I can speak truth into their lives and not being so like, oh, I went to this Christian college and we're all expected to act this way. That's not what it's about. Um, Just being trained in a way to live our lives um, and incorporate God and make it all about the gospel and living out Christ and being able to just carry that over to another area, which happens to be in business or in work or whatever. Mm. That's one of the things I've struggled with in my business careers. Always, when you run into these non-Christians, it, for some reason, in all of my stupidity, I just expect non-Christians to act like Christians. You know, so when they act, when they when they offer behaviors up that really aren't coinc- they don't coincide with the way I would behave, I judge them. And that's totally wrong. Why would we expect non-Christ followers to act like Christ followers? That's just, that's yeah, the definition should, of stupid. We should not yeah. expect the world to act anything but the world. Right. Yeah, you know? right. a lot about what we talked about in our chapel this morning. But we need to be reminded about that all the time because it's so easy to be judgmental of people who don't know Jesus, but that's just the stupidest thing ever. But I mm-hmm. have really had to work on that and, and just recognize, hey, they just need Jesus. And the reason they're acting that way is they don't even know who he is. So it's so stupid. But I, I perfect stupid sometimes. And, <laughs> and did you guys know that even duct tape can't? fix stupid so <laughs> all right so what about you alvin how are you learning to incorporate your faith into your future job once again uh we are a very gospel centered school it, we base everything off the gospel um so being that as i said uh, like our classes our teachers our chapel speakers they all tend obviously have a christian perspective they all share their experiences um and how they've incorporated their christ their uh their spiritual walk with the people they work with in their businesses and in their community in general they just know um obviously they've lived longer than us so they they um they know how to do things over the time so they uh they teach us they talk to us they um they share their lives with us and from that i mean i learned by you know i learned by doing so through that through what they did i can learn from that and then you know, share my faith in my work. Now, Dean Paul, you're a senior this year. Have you yes. had the opportunity? Well, you're doing an internship right now. Yes. Yeah, so Where Christian, are you doing the internship? With the Christian Chamber of Commerce of Tampa Bay. C3TB. C3TB.org. That's right. That's right. You got to say that. Trying to do it with your voice. .org. .org. Yeah, that's just some days it's lower than others. All right. So, the purpose of an internship, what was your purpose behind pursuing an internship? Well, um, internships are mainly for experience, uh, mainly for you to take a get a taste of the of the working world, um, 
and as a, a senior um, about to graduate, you know, I'm looking forward to um, entering into that, that um, career and entering the working world. So, you know, it's good for me to get a taste of, um, you know, what, what, are, what am I expected to do? What am I expected to um, behave? How am I expected to behave? And what are my responsibilities? And how do I work under someone? And I've been privileged to work under Miss Laurie Hill, who is just a fantastic mentor and boss for me right now. And she's given me valuable experience and mentorship, which I thank her. <laughs> yeah, she's a great lady. And, and really, when Lori and I and uh, Carol Ware McKenzie were, were, when Lori said, listen, the Lord has laid on my heart, I really want to start a Christian chamber. And I looked at her like, really? That sounds like a lot of work. And, and she was, God was laying that on her heart while God was laying on my heart, the I work for him vision. And so we prayed and we prayed and I said, okay, Lori, I'll do whatever I can to support you. Wow. I never imagined that would be, I would be supporting her daily on the radio. That Because yeah. when we were launching the Christian chamber and thinking about it, it was June of 2012, that had never happened. But we launched the Christian Chamber in April of 2013, yeah. and we launched my radio show in April of 2013. Wow, look and at that. It was it was an amazing thing. So, what kind of jobs are you guys hoping to get? You know, I mean, here you guys have just lived through the worst recession our country has experienced since the Depression, which you guys probably don't remember that. <laughs> Only my buddy Randy can. He's, he's a little older than us. Uh, yeah, he can't even fight for himself when he's not here because he just that's killing him. He can't say anything. All right, so really, you just lived through a very tough recession. Jobs are not that plentiful. What kind of jobs are you hoping to get, and are you going to stay in the U.S.? Go ahead, start, Shelby. Where, where are you thinking? Um, I'm planning on staying in the U.S. I'm from Detroit, and I love Detroit, so I'm planning on staying in that area. There's not many people that would actually say that, but really? you're not really from Detroit, Detroit. Okay, you're from a suburb. Of Detroit, okay. but I consider myself a Detroiter. Okay. Yeah. Are you a Lions fan? Yeah. I mean, I'm a fan of all the Detroit teams, but I don't really follow them. You don't really care? No. Okay. All right. So what kind of job <laughs> do you want to get? Um, being, I love small local businesses. Um, I love, I mean, I'm one of those like organic local kind of food persons, but I love that aspect for uh, business and being able to see people come from a community and build it themselves and have that kind of local economy. Um, in my hometown right now, uh, we have a main street that's interesting, and I feel like there's so much potential. Um, so for me, I'm really passionate about bringing, like, getting locals to get excited about their community. Um, I love the aspect of, like, city planning, um, attracting the right kind of businesses, and uh, just creating that community atmosphere where it's safe for families. It's just a nice town to be in that's and have places to hang out and go. What, what you have, all, The only thing you have to overcome is how do you get kids your age to shop local and not on Amazon. Yeah. yeah, that's that. That's the tough thing because it is what your vision is great because people are actually coming back into the communities. They're tired of the big box stores, but the big box stores get it cheaper, and so a lot of times people are only driven by price. So it's it's tough. That's yeah. the battle. So spend your next two years trying to figure out how to overcome that. <laughs> yeah, I'm guilty of that too. I mean, you right. see sale so, and it's so you got to live stores. what you got to preach it, girl, and you have to live it. You yeah, can't, you know. So don't. Yeah, it's a tough one. Because you guys are tough to market to. Because you already know, you're just gonna, I'm just going to the internet. Whatever's cheaper than mm-hmm. the internet. It's the same if I buy it at a Target or Walmart. I can buy it on the internet. It's cheaper. Yeah, we're millennials, so we're tricky. Yes, yeah, tri- very tricky to market to. That's right. All right, Alvin, what, what kind of job you want when you get out of here? I have no idea. Obviously, in the business realm, um, I have I have dreams of starting my own business, such as Shelby, uh, me and my friend, my roommate actually. We have what's uh, your roommate's name? Give him a give him a shout out. Kyle Cruz. Kyle Cruz. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have dreams of just starting our own business, whether whether that be or I don't know. I have um, I'm very good at managing my own money. I even manage my parents' money sometimes. So I maybe I can go into a, uh, being a financial advisor. Uh, that'd be nice. Um, 
But as of right now, I'm a sophomore. I still have time to think about it. Not a lot of time, but uh, some time. And uh, we'll just see where God leads me. You still have 10% of your life bef- to come in for you before you get to graduate. So those two years will be a lot faster when you get to be my age. So, All right, Dean Paul. Well, you know, right now I'm um, about to graduate. Um, so I graduate in May. And I'm hoping to, after I graduate, to pursue an MBA in international business because I'm from the Cayman Islands, but I'm here studying school in, in Florida. So I, I'm not sure where I'm going to go after that. But, so where are um, you going to get your MBA? Um, hopefully, maybe at Liberty or University of Tennessee. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking around. Uh, maybe I might stay, try to stay in Florida. Um, yeah, Tennessee, it snows there. Yeah, exactly. So, and Florida's been such nice, so good to me the last four years, the <laughs> weather. So I don't know if I can leave it. It is, it is, it's di- and it's different. I mean, you, we actually have seasons compared to what you get in the Caymans, right? Yeah, we, we have a, a wet and dry season. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, so... How, when you look at your future jobs and you look at the learning that you're getting each and every day, what is the biggest concern that you have as millennials, as, as students? What's your biggest concern a, a, about day-to-day life? What, what is the thing that racks your mind? Shelby, you already mentioned, hey, I want to get a job. But, but what, what, is, what is it that you guys are concerned about? Uh, people that are 20 to 23 years old, what, what, what are you concerned about when you gra- what, you know, in looking towards graduation? Things are changing so fast. You know, it's hard to keep up with, with um, you know, especially technology nowadays. Um, I feel like they just came up with um, iPhones the other day, and now they have, they're on iPhone 6. <laughs> and so everything is changing. You know, the marketplace is changing. So one of my concerns is, you know, how do I really keep up with it? Um, how, do I, how do I get in a, a career that's going to last me a lifetime and not just two or three years? Yeah, that's a tough one because when you look at I'm I've got an IT background. I started playing with computers in 1979. I won't yeah. even tell you about those. They had 14 <laughs> they had 14k of RAM. That's right. And you look at what computers have done in the last 35 years. I mean, it's an amazing thing. So it, it's hard because I never would have expected yeah. my world to change as much as it had. I mean, that's why nowadays you have to be more um, more versatile. You know, in your options, um, in your qualifications, not just so specialized, but more versatile. But what's what's most important in your careers is your integrity, your character, and your work ethic. Those are things that you can't train for. Sure. Those are yeah. things that employers look for. They look at your integrity, your work ethic, and your, your character because you can train anybody anything, but you cannot train those things. So, what, what do you, Alvin, what are you concerned about? Um, just uh, w- wondering where, um, obviously, where I'm going to work, but... Um, Seeing as uh, you know, I have two more years. I'm not. I'm living comfortably right now at college. But as uh, Dean said, it's it's changing so rapidly, and it's it's hard to keep up. And wondering, you know, where am I gonna get a job? So when you go home this summer, though, are you gonna get work up north? Actually, I already have a contract for a job. I'm actually working at a camp this summer. Awesome. Okay. So uh, having a having a Christ in my work won't be will be really easy this summer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sometimes working with Christians is the hardest job. All right, Shelby, we shouldn't laugh like that though, should we? It's just tough. All right, Shelby, what's your biggest concern? Um, I mean, having parents who have owned their businesses, they know the struggles. They know that it's not always is easy. There's a lot of rough patches. Um, it's an uphill battle. So there's a lot of self doubt. I know to be an entrepreneur, you have to be really confident about what you're doing. And so thinking like can I do this? Am I cut out for this? Um, It's just, it's a weight. You feel it. You wonder, like, I'm going to risk it all for this idea, and if it doesn't take off, then where am I? What am I going to do next? Everybody listening today and hearing your voice is going, that girl can do anything. (laughs) 
That's what they're thinking. All right, when we come back, I want to really ask you some questions about Clearwater Christian College. What's the best thing about it and why somebody should register their, their kid there? So we've been talking all hour long with Dean Paul, Alvin, and Shelby about their careers at their college careers at Clearwater Christian College, how Clearwater Christian College is making an impact on them. And no, Clearwater Christian College did not pay for this show today. I'm doing this because this is a fantastic Christian college right here in Tampa Bay, raising up kids to be prepared to bring their faith to their workplace. And I wanted you to hear from them and not from me about how great it is. So, Shelby, what's the best thing for you about Clearwater Christian College? Well, right now we're in that transitioning stage from growing up and being under our parents to being an independent adult. And so having an environment where you are independent, but you still have those people around you who can kind of point you in the right direction and give you guidance and are really accessible, I think that's a great place to be right now for this age where we're starting to make a lot of choices on our own. And um, just having those godly people around us to still influence us and to still point us in the right direction. So is that the RAs in the dorm or is it the professors or is it, I mean, who is it that you go to that you lean on? Um, both. I have somebody in my dorm or I have, there's so many people, um, people who live in my dorm, people who are RAs. I can, they'll come into my night or into my room at night. I mean, they check and make sure that we're there by curfew and I'll have hour long conversations with these girls and they'll just share about what's on our hearts and what's going on in our lives. Um, teachers, I can hang back after class, talk to a teacher like, Hey, I had I was thinking about this idea, or what do you think about this? And they'll talk to me about it. That's fantastic. Alvin, what about you? What's the best thing about Clearwater Christian College for Alvin? I really love the community. It's one of the the main reason I came uh, down there. It's because uh, every, it's a small college, yes, but it's it's so close, and everyone knows everybody. And it's just uh, that sense of you know friendship that we have with people. Um, again, as Shelby said, I have many, multiple people that can pour into my life, and I can pour into them as well. Um, one of them, my, the main one being my roommate, he's just a, a good, godly guy, and that we talk, and we have serial, serious conversations, and we can just, you know, talk about Christ, and it's it's a very safe environment to do that in. Cool. All right. Dean Paul. Well, you know, our president, Dr. Jack Clem, he says very often that CCC is a community of worshipers and you know worship is not just you know singing at prison worship time worship is is a lifestyle and so here at the college you know you'll get that that training and how to have a lifestyle that in anything that you do it glorifies God Um, if if you're someone that's interested in in learning how to um, glorify God and to in whatever career you want um, you want to be used by God CCC is, is the place for you to learn how to do so. Hmm. That's fantastic. Now, there's a lot of people listening today. They're like, well, I really didn't know much about Clearwater Christian College. And I know years back it was kind of a lot of rules and regulations, but it's much more relaxed today, much more, as you said, a family environment. You guys are encouraged there. Why should somebody send their student there? A couple of words. Why should Shelby, why should somebody send their, their daughter there like you? Well, um, I mean, I already kind of talked about how the transition, you have that independence, but you still have the right kind of people to fall back on. So you're not so restricted by rules. I mean, there are some rules there to, you know, keep you, encourage you to do the right thing. But they, you still have a lot of freedom to make those choices, but it's putting the best possible people around you while you're making those important choices. Awesome. Alvin. Besides our God, uh, gospel-centeredness, you, you're living in Florida. You're living in the middle of Tampa Bay. <laughs> Tampa's right there. Clearwater's right there. Everything's at your fingertips. It's just a great area to live in. So it's just comfortable, fun. I mean, I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful campus. The beach Fan- is 20 minutes away. The beach is <laughs> 20 minutes away. Short drive. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, but you live in an island yeah. where you had beach in 20 minutes in every direction. Yeah. <laughs> and so the beach is still an attraction for you? 
Yes. <laughs> okay, just checking. Okay, so why should why should somebody send their kid to Clearwater Christian College? You know, it's Christ centered. It's it's a place for you to um, develop relationships that will last. Um, if you're looking for a, a mate, a Christian mate, <laughs> you know. You, you know, hey, college is a place to find that. So it's a place that you can meet fellow, Christ, fellow Christians that are going to help you um, go in the right direction. But you found a girlfriend in Vermont. How? How? Did she go to Clearwater Christian College first? No. How did you we meet a girl home. from Vermont back home? We went back home. Then she went to Vermont. So, so okay, but in, okay, there's just so much <laughs> yeah, we, we can go with there. We're not going there. We're not going there. Okay. All right. So how do they find out more about it? What's the website? www.clearwater.edu. Yes. Have it written down. www. We don't have to say that part, but clearwater.edu. That's or, it. Just yes. clearwater.edu. Or Twitter, Clearwater CCC. Clearwater CCC. All right. What about on Facebook? Clearwater Christian College. Yeah. If you Google it, everything's going to come up. But Google specifics it. are here. The Google. <laughs> the Googler. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, that's what the old people actually say. What the, what's the Google for again? Okay. <laughs> All right. Listen, we're coming to the end of another I Work for Him show. And here's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a thousand people to start off this movement called the I Work for Him movement. I don't care what ministry you're involved in. I just want to know that there's a thousand people willing to make these commitments. A thousand people that will start praying for their coworkers and employees. I'm looking for a thousand people to start looking for ways to reach out to those coworkers and employees outside of work so you can start developing relationships that these three have told us today how important relationships are. I'm looking for a thousand people to start looking for ways to serve the people they work with each and every day. I'm looking for a thousand people to start looking for ways to pray with people, not just for people. I'm looking for a thousand people to be the best and brightest example of the person in your position in your workplace. Because as Christ followers... Our work should be beyond excellent each and every day. I'm looking for a thousand people to live a consistent witness at home, in your neighborhood, and in your office, and to recognize that you're a Christ follower no matter where you are. Hey, contact me via Facebook, via email. Go onto my website and subscribe or press contact us and let me know you want to be one of those thousand people. It's important. We need to start changing Tampa Bay for Christ, but we're not going to do it by dragging people to churches at first. First, we've got to show them that Jesus applies to every day in the workplace and that as Jesus in the workplace, we love those people unconditionally right where they're at. You're listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower who owns my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.